Oh, she's a fucking moron, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you record that? Oh, <laughs> All right. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Hello listeners, I'm Damien. I'm Natasha. Welcome to episode 13 of The Lowbrow Lowdown. We are reading pandemic-themed literature. So you don't have to. Natasha, what delights are we for today? (laughs) (laughs) We have entered um, the genre of romance. Like, but I... Or is it well, I, I feel um, like we were in romance with erotica. That's and, true. Yeah. I mean, there's no romance in this oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a pretty ordinary. So this is called, um, it's book one of COVID Cupid. Finding... Book one. Oh, yeah. Is I this get a the, series? I get the feeling there's many, many oh. terrible books. We are only reading book one. Just don't worry. Yeah. No, we're not, we're not going to continue down we're this We're not going to continue this series. Um, so it's book one, Finding Love in the New Plague. It's a COVID-19 romantic comedy by Peyton Rainier. Would we call that comedy? <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know what? I laughed. I, yeah, yeah. I take that back. <laughs> yes. So when the lockdown hits, recently laid off Carrie Turner is determined to start things with a bang. I mean, what? Oh, okay. Carrie Turner. Is this like a Carrie Bradshaw Sex oh, in the City? I feel like it is. It has that sort of <sighs> vibe. Yeah. Without, However, the, without the actual plot. Without the <laughs> plot and interesting character. Um, Sorry. So, no, we're all good. However, she, she soon finds that entering the quarantine dating scene ain't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Sorry, Damien's laughing at my face. Like, what? Uh, from, <laughs> from zany matchmakers to the wild west of Tinder, accompany her as she navigates rabid conspiracy theorists, vapid movie stars, gritty detectives, and more. She's on a quest for love in Los Angeles, but at this point, she's willing to settle for a quick coronavirus fling. Did I miss the detective? I miss the detective as well. I don't think there's a detective. Look, who knows? There might have been. I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't. <sighs> like, so you're like, there was no detective. There was no detective. Is um, she the de- Oh, no. No, she no. is not bright enough to be anything. Oh. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> I, look. All right. So I really, I want to kick off. So, she is a social media manager and she has this very boring description of how she's made a life for herself in LA and mm. she earns enough to sort of live a comfortable life. Mm. And she slept through alarm, she arrives late to work and she finds mm. out she's being laid off. Along with half of yeah, the department. like with everyone because yeah. apparently she's, well, well oh, she works she... in PR and then she says she works in social media. It's very confusing. Yeah. Well, I thought she Which, works like, in, yeah, with a focus on social media. So yeah. yeah, I understand there's a crossover yeah. there. Yeah. Um, um, well, see, I read that as a, a sarcastic thing. Apparently our services were no longer needed and PR disasters were but a distant memory, never to darken the reputations of corporations again. And that, that is probably the only insightful thing that happens in the whole mm, book is mm. that like organizations do lay off PR people thinking, oh, no, we'll be fine. But they're no. often not. No, they're often not. Mm. Um, but I guess 
all this to say she's somebody who needs to understand technology mm. and cutting edge like social media what's going on <laughs> and the premise of this book is that she just doesn't understand that tinder was even a thing when did know, this when happen did this happen she had to get a friend that she really didn't like <laughs> her, her best friend who she thinks nothing of <laughs> nothing who from the from all available evidence seems to have been catfished by some extremely good looking guy. Oh wait, with... no, that's not the best friend, that's the work enemy that she Oh. So like oh, the first yeah, thing she does is her and the woman who obviously needed to be fired anyway also got laid off. Such a bitch. <laughs> I'm just like You oh, got fired. Look, I mean, I know I used to have a workplace nemesis, but <laughs> Nemesis. I also didn't go for drinks with him to like, for no reason. <laughs> anyway, so she was talking about, so was it the workplace nemesis? Yeah, it was the about? workplace nemesis oh, right. who was her. like, I've met this really beautiful man. And then she showed a picture <laughs> that was apparently oversaturated and therefore clearly a stock image. And I'm like, have you not <laughs> seen Instagram filters? Everything is oversaturated. <laughs> HDR is not your friend, people. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Stock images are obviously mm. stock images. Stock images are stock images. It, it's one of those things. I had this conversation with someone recently and I, they like had used a stock image. And I said, mm. it just looks too American. And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, you look at it and you're like, they're American. Mm. And like, I don't understand. Like, they just look American. Certain dental work. Who knows? <laughs> dental work. Like, all their clothes are too big or too small. <laughs> They've got giant chinos. <laughs> They're men wearing shorts that like fit at the waist and then balloon to just below the knee. <laughs> what is with every American man cannot wear a pair of fitted shorts? Oh my god, one of my cousins who I don't know, if you're ever gonna have a family nemesis, <laughs> he's my family nemesis. Got a few. Anyway, no, he he would not be listening to this, so I don't really care. So he got married <laughs> uh, a few years ago. I'm not going to say where, but on a beach, and his his bride wore this beautiful white dress, and she looked lovely, and she was very nice. He wore uh, jean shorts, no, <laughs> and a white shirt, but you know, pretty cash. But it was like the jean shorts <laughs> that went from you know on the yeah. waist down to below the knee. <laughs> well, and I just thought, I don't know how to say that you have underdressed for your own wedding when you're. Looks amazing, and you've just Here's let her down. If you want to do a beach wedding, there is nothing I would not like balk at a man wearing like linen trousers mm. that are kind of flowy and beachy. It's I'd be like, beautiful. Do you know what? That's that's yeah. a vibe. I get it, it's a vibe. Just any form of <laughs> denim near sand, no <laughs> bad idea. It's a bad idea, and it just looked oh, well, I don't know, just looked what a like way to tell your wife. I could give two shits about being <laughs> Like they really love each other and I don't doubt that. Although they couldn't communicate. They would have arguments via Facebook. Ooh. And I would just ring them and say, just talk to each other for fuck's sake. You're right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, finding love in the new p- plague. So so she's entered lockdown. Um. And she thinks that that's the time to be going out and meeting new people in bars. This is the other thing that makes no sense. They've <laughs> no, just announced a lockdown, whatever that means. And I've ordered some masks, but they haven't arrived. And now I'm going out to bars. <laughs> 
Maybe this is how it happened in America, but when they announced Maybe a lockdown here, we couldn't go out. Yes, there was a run on toilet paper, and then yes. <laughs> and then we all, you know, just reminded me I need to get toilet paper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we all shut our doors to the outside. We'll put red crosses on the door. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> we did. It was um. It was not this. And so if we saw somebody walking out of a supermarket with like a trolley full of toilet paper. We followed them with a bell, going shame. <laughs> Shame. Oh man, remember the days. Oh, there was there was a day, and we were like down to our last, like fifth of a roll, and I got to, to the supermarket when it opened, and was like, how many other people were there? So many. Like this is like <laughs> so early in the pandemic, and I was like so ashamed of myself, but I had to with these people run to the toilet. <laughs> And it was like a Black Friday sale. And I just grabbed Doorbuster. like I just grabbed one like very large packet of toilet paper. But like they were like ripping them into trolleys, they were like yelling at each other, and I was just like, this is insane. So insane. And I'm part of it. If someone's filming this, I'm in it. Like I never saw myself. Maybe there is footage of me on the internet also sprinting ahead of all of them because I at the beginning of the pandemic was quite fit. I mean, it just, oh, I did, and, and these poor people would be shamed on TV in the news. Oh, how dare they shop for toilet paper? It's like, no, no, it's a failure of supply. Like, there's a problem here. I mean, there Messaging were, that, go home right now. It's like, oh, no, we need essentials. There were people who were overdoing it. Oh, absolutely. And Remember those people that would be hoarding things in their garage? Like, I am, I'm, I did feel very smug through pretty much all of the pandemic lockdowns we've had because I get who gives a crap delivered a couple of times a year. Yeah, and they deliver these huge, huge boxes. Yeah, yeah, I've got a box of 48 rolls of toilet paper downstairs and like a week before the lockdown kicked in, we'd received our delivery and was like, oh, no, we're sitting pretty. We're fine. (laughs) Um, And so I would have given people toilet paper if they needed any. Would have done this weird thrown it <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> ticker tape parade. T- Maybe that's how we celebrate the end of coronavirus lockdowns. Oh it's like goodness. the ticker tape parade of toilet paper. Toilet rolls. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. I did somehow get into a conversation through this whole thing. Sorry, we're not talking about this. No, no, it's it, terrible. It is actually fucking terrible. But somebody said to me very matter-of-factly, oh, well, men use more toilet paper than women. I and I don't know how they true. know that or if it's mm. true. Like, how do you – is there a study – where they were like, we put a man and a woman, like with the I same mean, supply of toilet paper, and, and see who runs out first. End. And they, like, I don't know. And it depends on you know the cyclical component to some of this. It's there's going to be I different mean, if usages. If you got COVID, you might have needed some. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that was as yeah, that was one of the symptoms, wasn't it? Yeah. Upset tum. Sorry, right. but I digress. Uh, Where were we? All right, so so she's in lockdown, but she's going on dates. She's going on dates. Um, um, she has somehow. All right, so I'm just going to read. My, I've written up five or six lines. This is she gets laid off. She somehow paid very well to manage social media. Like, is it? That's not a, a thing. thing. It's. It feels like it's not a thing, but maybe because no one understands social media, they don't value it, and they yeah, they mm. just like and they get it wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, she wants a boyfriend or a fling, so she throws herself into online dating. Good for her. Without somehow knowing what online dating is, doesn't... Oh, that's right. And I'm... 
the author clearly hasn't heard of Tinder or use, maybe even used Tinder because she refers to advertisements on Tinder. I mean, look, full disclosure, I haven't used Tinder, but Grindr has advertisements. The Greens advertise on it every election. Oh, you know, okay. like, mm. and sometimes you open it up and they're like, vote green, or sometimes it's this fleshlight's on sale. <laughs> Click here and buy it. Oh, Okay. Because she saw the offer of hot milfs in her area. Oh. And she, she thought it was, was that an advertisement or was it somebody spamming her? Oh, well, I mean, that both. But anyway. Anyway, I've clearly got this wrong. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know. It, it um, was, like, the thing was that she, her position was kind of like, she hadn't dated for a couple of years. Mm. And this is set in 2020 because COVID's happening. Of course, yes. And she's like, where did this Tinder come from? Tinder and I'm like, been... it's been around for a while. <laughs> it's been around a little while. Like, um, And also, she, if she's on social media, like, she should be knowing what happens in an electronic space. Yeah. Also, and also, if you're working in social media, you're kind of – you should be aware of how other things can be used. Yes. To, and it sounded like she was in a field where they were looking for innovation. Mm, mm. And, you know, you should be able to go, hey, I've been doing reading on the latest thing. Like, it's yeah. I mean, she TikTok could, or whatever, Tinder like, or Grinder or whatever. And I think we could hit our target market through this thing. Maybe they laid you off because you're not good at your job. <laughs> Even though you think the other lady was, was bad no at her job. There was no They just were just a... like... This idiot doesn't know what Tinder is. How is she? Does she even know what Twitter is? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she never mentioned it once she in her. It doesn't mention any of the um, social media platforms. Not that that matters, but. She does at one point refer to her various streaming services. And I was oh, like, oh, is she like trying to avoid naming them? But then later she's like, Netflix. I was like, oh, okay, no, maybe not. God. Um, but then, look, I mean, my notes are just bizarre. Um, well, she hooks up with it. Well, hooks up. She connects with a man on Tinder. Oh, that's right. Who <gasps> is like from the beginning red flags. Like mm. I probably would have given up on the second interaction. <laughs> just gone. Oh no, you're weird. Yeah, unmatch. <laughs> what are you doing? Saving the world. <sighs> oh yeah, actually. Although, are you a doctor? No, fuck off. Like, not that only doctors save the world, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no. There's lots of people are heroes. Um. The interaction she had is one that I felt, oh, the frustration of trying to interact with someone who's not engaging back or. Yeah, giving you kind of obtuse responses. Obtuse or just. Monosyllabic. Monosyllabic, you know, answering your question but not asking their own. It is very frustrating. It is very frustrating. Um, So she goes on this date with this anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist guy. Yeah, who shows up in a hoodie and a mask. Oh, that's right. He may as well be wearing a tin hat. (laughs) Um, and I was sort of like, oh, this guy's sort of cutting edge on the mask thing. But then it was like, the, like the way that I imagined he spoke was like, oh my God, I'm super serious right now. <laughs> Everyone's watching us. Yeah. Are you going <clears> to, <throat> like, she's stuck around. I would have left to meet, or maybe like, it's the privilege of being a quite tall, large dude, but mm. I would have been like, fuck off. No, nah, mm. I'm out. Mm, mm. Um, I thought there was someone on the weekend, uh, not a date. I was at a service station getting petrol and, and it was a man, <clears throat> there was a man, excuse me. <coughs> uh, there was a man in front of me. He was, um, paying for his whatever chocolate barring with cash. And the man at the counter was like, oh, 
not many people paying cash anymore. Just made an observation. Hmm. And this guy went on a rant. Oh, <laughs> Anti-government rant or anti-establishment or whatever the, the rant was about. And he, you know, turned around and gave everyone in the shop a bit of a um, presentation about... Welcome um, to my TED Talk. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my so TED fun. Talk about how... Um, um, bank accounts are how they track you, <laughs> one, how they track you, uh, and and they control you. And if, you know, they can zero your account, which is why you should do everything in cash. And so they, where does he keep his money? He has cash. I don't really know. I suspect he didn't have a lot of money. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just thought, I just don't want to make eye contact with this person at all. And that's and that's what I was visualising when I was reading this book, going, oh, yeah, that nut job mm. on Tinder. Yeah. You know, how do nut jobs meet other nut jobs? I don't know. Um, all right. So then, so what is she, so she goes on this Tinder date that doesn't go anywhere. <clears throat> um that's right. No, no, she got drank. Oh, no, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, she's two hours in lockdown already going stir crazy. Anywho, spelt any H-W-O. Oh. <laughs> no, not. Oh, fuck. I'm just, I just misspelt who. W-H-O. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than H-O-O. Um, <laughs> this kind of, I really, think. Really, just sloppy. <laughs> So what I would say is this is kind of written like stream of consciousness. Mm. The thoughts in my brain are, are so all interesting funny. and funny. Yeah. Um, yes. I've kind of got an excerpt. Look, I I found it really hard to pick one because there wasn't something where I went, this is hilarious or this no, is amazing. Terrible. It just was kind of. It was, you know what, you know, you'd be at a party talking to someone who would be extremely boring, but you couldn't get away. Yeah. And it's just one boring story after another. It makes me think of, sorry, this is a boring story, but <laughs> it makes me think it of. That wasn't a hint, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a hint. <laughs> oh, no, God. In Futurama, which I know is a terrible way to start any kind of anecdote. <laughs> but there is a, an episode where Dr. Soberg is trying to find love. And, I, yes. yeah, and he says to, Fry says to him to say to this woman, Ask her about her day. What did you do today? Well, first I woke up and then I had a piece of toast. And, <laughs> and like the joke is like if people actually told you what they did today, it's really boring. Mm. This book is what did you actually do today? Yes, that's exactly it. And it, like I'm trying to – like she's looking for a job but it's kind of – this is after she's been woken up, hungover – she woke up in the middle of the night and everyone was texting her about lockdown, but she was too boozy, drowsy to... It's, it's like lockdown happened without her realising. It's like, oh, there's all these text messages. So I've got to stay inside, but then I'll go out. There was no out. logic. <laughs> was there a lockdown or not? Like, Look, I, yes, I'm going to say yes, but it was very loosely enforced. I guess it's one of the Republican states. Oh, I mean, LA is LA? not... Mm, no, no not at the moment. It's mm. California's... Yeah, they're, they're, they're a Democrat at the moment, mm, aren't they? Mm, mm. Yeah. Anyway. Who, who knows? Well, that's probably around at the same time as my excerpt. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It is the, the the sentence I couldn't spell or the word I couldn't spell. Anywho, I got fired, but I wasn't too down yet in spite of my mother's best efforts. She'd had a conversation with her mum and mm. 
her mum was like, oh, you got to get onto it. I don't know. Um, the afternoon was spent ostensibly browsing job ads, but really just putzing around on my phone and playing with random apps that have previously been relegated to toilet breaks at work. I mean, really, if you're at work and you're doing your job, just... Yeah, like... I don't know. I'm starting to see why they fired you. Like, <laughs> did you spend all your time sitting on the shitter, like, so playing she- <laughs> words with friends? <laughs> random apps so she understands apps anyway i had a vague awareness of unemployment and severance and such like so there was a bit of a safety net in the back of my mind i could bounce back i always had i found a job great if not things would still work out somehow this laissez-faire attitude to just i like being made redundant and this vague idea of severance it it really reeks of someone who comes from a lot of privilege. Like, oh, I've been fired, but everything always just works out for me. Mm. Like, if I get fired, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Because there is no safety net. I do not come from a wealthy family where someone's going to pick up the bill. It's me yeah. and my partner. But, like, yeah. you know. I am my safety net. <laughs> and I am a terrible safety net. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Look. So, uh, whew, not panicking at all. Please keep don't me employed. Panic. <laughs> um, look, I don't think all I don't right. think we're losing our jobs in the pandemic. No, no. Um, thankfully. So, so that after she goes on her Tinder date, she vaguely remembers her mum had given her some bit of paper with a matchmaker <laughs> on it. And this is the thing that just seems, out of all of the things that <laughs> lazily <laughs> thrown into this book, the most unrealistic. So she rings this matchmaker who sounds like... Uh, who answers the phone? Darling. Darling. Hi. <laughs> it's like some... I've already forgotten her name. What showtown, is like, <laughs> carnival. Someone who really <laughs> wanted to be in the show business of show, but is now just, a matchmaker. I've already forgotten her name. Oh, look, lady, I don't know, madam something. Um... I don't know. I'm like scrolling, scrolling to find badly. An, all right. So, an um, all caps darling. So, uh, so one matchmaker. What the fuck? It's 2020. <laughs> they still exist. Oh, do they? Yeah. The it's fuck? it's like a thing, and like in particular, matchmakers for rich men who and women who want to date rich men is like okay. a big thing. Right. Um, which Sounds I find insane. Gross. I remember there was a. One of those stupid lifestyle TV shows. I think it was like Foxtel oh, or something. Okay. And it was like matchmaker for wealthy man to find him a, like, someone Young who he woman. can control, essentially. Oh, it's dying. And they had an episode where there was like a gay millionaire and he's like, she lines up these twinks <laughs> who are like, oh, my God. I'm so excited to meet him. I hear he's really beautiful. And it's like, it's it's as bad as you can imagine. But he, as this millionaire, I don't know. I love that that's his personality. Oh, yeah, that's like his whole personality. And he just kept saying, well, I'm really meta. Yeah, but in like a vapid American accent. I'm not going to try and keep <laughs> no. going. Like, I'm really meta and everyone needs to be meta. And I was like sitting there going, does he not know what meta well, means? Um, what does that mean? Like, and what he meant Facebook. is he's spiritual. Oh, God. But then every conversation he had with the potential suitors who were all suitors. like Sorry. 18 and he's 
45. Again, age, I'm not I'm not someone who freaks out about age. I'm but, not going to freak out about it, but I will judge from time to time. But go but on. But he's sitting down and he's like, so are you meta? And you look at their faces <laughs> and say like, uh-huh. I can be whatever you want me to be. Yeah, sure. That <laughs> yeah. sounds great. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, but also... And he picked one of them. And I assume it lasted five minutes. And yeah. then that was the end of it. My God. Um, so she rings his matchmaker out of the blue. Um, how does this matchmaker stay in business? <laughs> <laughs> she just gets given this folder of <laughs> photos to go through. Like... Yeah, it, was, it was a folder of one dude. She <laughs> got sent like... home the, with the folder. With the folder. That included a handwritten link to his porn. Oh, my God, it did too. Like, I... I like to think that it was like a Pornhub URL. And so she'd handwritten out like, you know, Pornhub.com <laughs> forward slash A forward slash one seven X J F. Somebody look that up and tell me if it's a thing. <laughs> like, it's just like 300 characters. <laughs> He's like uploaded himself. <laughs> So, yeah, so she wish she watched, apparently it was quite bad. <laughs> the quite bad, but she still double-clicked the mouse. She still double-clicked the... This woman, she, there's no way she deserved this job that she had. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so, some entertainment. Anyway, um, and so she goes on a date with this guy. A date that... Sounds, Sounds like, like it went beautifully. Yeah, but it was like, I don't get it. Like, was he? Well, we find out later that he's a, like. Actor? This uh, is the weird thing. So, like, he arrives at the date. He's apparently the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. And she doesn't know why he'd be interested mm. in her. It's the plot of every teenage romance ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Madam Ebony. Oh, yes. Madam (laughs) Ebony. Sorry, go on. Um, And they have this very wonderful conversation. He's asking her questions about her and then he's like, I have to go because I have an audition. That's right. And she's like, oh, are you an actor? And I feel like this would have come up the minute he walked in, but anyway. (laughs) In LA. Yeah. Beautiful man in LA. (laughs) With a, like possibly with looking a to date a woman with of yeah photographs of, of like modeling photos yeah and porn <laughs> um and then he like gives a monologue that mm. she thinks is real and there's like a tear that goes down his cheek and then he's like oh, and, and then, they was acting yeah like just then is it yeah and yeah. then she's like oh he's a liar and I was like this. You deserve each other. Like, <laughs> you're both insane. She's so vapid. Is she? Uh, well, and so she, yeah. he goes off to his audition that apparently is in the bag. And then she decides, well, maybe I'll just shag him and get it, like, and that'll be that. Yeah. Um. So they, like, continue to, like, they text the next day and she arranges to go over and she gets all done up and. She arrives and he comes within like 12 seconds of her walking oh, the door. right. In her mouth. And then kicks her out. <laughs> what a fucking prick. <laughs> so, like, do you know what? Yeah, sorry. How was I not 
like the book was so boring, I immediately forgot the terrible bits. Um, I mean, that's right. That's probably a, a real experience. Asshole. Gonna say it is. <laughs> there, are, yes, there are times when you haven't been. Um, so one, so this is all in one week of quarantine. Way too many left to go. So I've I've just mm. jumped to the end of the book. Madame Ebony has found the perfect man for her again. Um, the the between the weird actor and Madame Ebony contacting again, she had some contact with the guy from work that she contacted right at the start uh, about, hey, what are you going to be doing? And he was a bit like, oh, I'm going to just take a break and work on yeah. a personal project. And he reached out and was like, oh, my script's going really well. Oh. And I was like, is, like the conclusion will be that this guy that she knew that she hadn't really thought was a suitor maybe – Maybe. Was like someone she could have liked all along and she makes a connection and we don't, you know, it's a short story. We don't know where it yeah. goes, but like the hope is there because he's normal mm. and it went nowhere. It went nowhere. However, I suspect COVID Cupid book two, social distancing through restraining orders. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what it is. Jesus Christ. There's a typo. Restraining. Restraining. <laughs> <laughs> social distancing. through. So I suspect... Um, these characters will make a reappearance and further grow the story, which I'm not reading. No, that is the cat's water thing, if you can yeah, hear Yeah, if you can hear it. I've got an automatic cat fountain. <laughs> My cat. She's just triggered it. She's just triggered it. And she, so we're not, we're not weeing. <laughs> it sounds like it. So I feel like we have finished the wrap-up of the book. It was pretty shit. I feel spoiled, like, in a really bad way. Um, my mind... Feels dumber as a result of was, this book. Do you know what? It gave us a good laugh. Yes. But it was just. So dull. It was this weird romantic so chick lit with a veneer of pandemic that wasn't. It, was, really it just realistic. needed some, It needed a, a plot. Yes. Like. Just a woman going on dates that aren't very good. It's like I could just be talking about myself. It's a series <laughs> of bad date vignettes with no narrative thread, really. No. <laughs> Peanut wants to contribute to the podcast. She does. Um, so rating out of five masks, it's going to give it a zero. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a one. She put words on a page. She managed to navigate the Amazon publishing portal. <laughs> Got to give credit where you know. Oh, you're right, but I'm still it's still a zero. <laughs> she she wasn't racist. Oh, you're right. You know, the... oh, <laughs> look, fuck the bar is so low. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell but, us what you think. Yes, tell us what you think. Um, you can email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail or follow us at lowbrowlowdown on Twitter and share your thoughts. And we are starting to think, well, starting, we are needing to really lock down what we're going to be talking about next year because we are not going to be talking about COVID next year. We are absolutely not talking about very, COVID next year. Not, not, we're not sick of it, but, you know, COVID, I don't want to be dealing with COVID next year. I know we are going to have to be, but. I, I understand yeah. it's a reality, but I don't want to spend next year talking about it. No, no. So we're thinking we'll do a little bit of a poll on Twitter or just tell us. So I've, I've just made a little list. <laughs> um, I th look, I think this is quite a good start. Good. 
Damien might need to add to it, but or we can ask how. Well, so like at the moment we're looking at, so what topics can we cover next year? And they kind of work as like some links into our our theme of like cultural moments right now. Mm -hmm. So one of them, obscure zombie movies, which, I mean, I've already watched them all, so that'd be really. (laughs) (laughs) Damien introducing Natasha to obscure zombie movies. (laughs) I watched one yesterday uh, when I was meant to be reading this book. Uh, accidentally hilarious horror movies, also good. And so I, good. I have some to add to the Do list. Uh, there's one called Frankenhooker. Right. <laughs> and I don't know if it's meant to be funny or if it's meant to be serious, but it is hilarious. But it's a, there is, there is a whole heap of films out there that are meant to be scary and are hilarious. Really funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, reality TV. I mean, that's a broad church, so. It is. But then again, like reality TV in the age of what we're going through right now has like gone through all these changes mm. in the ways that they do mm. things. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> the horror stories that could have been written about the screenshots from the Dutch's <laughs> dating apps. No, that's a joke. <laughs> Look, I don't, I, th- I feel like if we did that, it would end up being COVID themed because there'd be so many references to unvaccinated yeah. sperm. There are a lot of unvaccinated people out there who put that on there, you know. Unvaccinated looking... sperm seeking unvaccinated <laughs> egg. And you're like, Jesus, this is the least romantic thing I've ever read. Yeah. I do send screenshots to Damien and <laughs> to the group chat. And um, some of them are very funny in a very tragic way. Yeah. It, there, there is this thing of like, there's no level of self-awareness to go, if a woman looks at my profile, mm. is she going to think that I'm not insane <laughs> and not not going to cut up her body? <laughs> Spray her with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Chase her down with a remote control lawnmower. Um, no. So we're, we're interested. We'll, we'll pull together our ideas and we're going to put yeah. a thing on Twitter, like a poll. Yeah, probably later this week. Not, not, yeah. not immediately, but... Um, because we're, we're, we're nearing Christmas. We're nearing Christmas, Christmas is our last pandemic-themed episode. Yeah. We'll do a bit of a wrap-up of the year, I think, mm. and then, um, but, you know, best of. <laughs> It'll just be like up 30 laughing. minutes of please laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was out to dinner with someone the other day and said, I heard an excerpt of your podcast and it was just you laughing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. She goes, honestly, it made me go, maybe I should listen to this. <laughs> I'm like, well, 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 there you go. That sounds There's fantastic. more of this where that came from. <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right. So I think, are we done? I think we're done. I think we're done. I don't think we gave, look, this book, I thought it was going to be, oh, look, I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be as just dull. dull. It really was like this person was going, oh, I'm writing Sex in the City. And it's like, yes, but Sex in the City had a plot. Had a plot, had characters. Um, and you can just visualise this person sitting in a laptop just, oh, I'm so funny, I'm so entertaining, I'm so amusing. and Finishing their first draft and hitting publish without even reading it. Yep. We've read too many of those already and I just would like to not have to do yeah. that much longer. I do like the idea of something... Where an editor has had to <laughs> like, and you know, like our last film and one, television. the last book we read. Yeah. Oh, the Still last book so we precious. read, I've recommended to so many people. I've yeah. recommended to published crime authors in oh, my PhD yeah. group, and they have been like, oh, it's great. It was yeah. really clever. So beautiful. Like, yeah. So, yeah, like, don't read this, but if you want to read Corvid <laughs> by mm. Martin Cross, mm. so good. 
And every single person I've gotten to read it has said that was excellent. Yeah, and not so long, but it was just beautiful. <clears throat> anyway, get, you can listen mom. to uh, episode 12 of our podcast to find out more. <laughs> to find one of the few things we liked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we didn't laugh too much. Yeah, no, what was it? Episode 11, it literally was five minutes of us laughing. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it just was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Anyway. Stay yeah. safe, everyone. I, we're, we're like at... 90% vaccine, but oh, if you if you haven't and you're thinking about getting vaccinated, it's a really good idea. Go speak yeah. to your doctor. Or if you're eligible for your booster, go get it. Oh, yeah, that's going to be coming up soon. Yep. Mine's not due until February or March. But... Yeah, mine's early next year as well. Yeah, we yeah. got vaccinated yeah, around the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah. So. Take care. Bye. Make good choices. Bye. <laughs>